Hello, this is Terry Lee, chair of the Community Media Association. November is here. Not quite Christmas song season, but I know many listening will be involved in seasonal lights switch-ons. Thanks for listening. As ever, we have some community radio news and community media news for you in this podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by the one and only CMA Vice Chair, VJ Umrao. Thank you for being there, VJ. Are you doing, Terry? You okay? I'm okay. Things are good. Busy, but good. Uh, Later. We'll hear from CMA Council member Susie Stevens with some community radio news. There will be a CMA member of the month, and this month it is SFM in Sittingbourne, Kent. Uh, We will also find out more about one member of the CMA team. This month it's our finance officer, Kathy Brooks. Uh, But first, some updates from the CMA, and we've got a few things. It's been a busy old month and a bit. Uh, it's been a very busy month. Very, very busy month. Yeah. It's been fantastic. Uh, we might as well start with what we've been talking about in the last few podcasts, because it's happened now. Uh, the Community Media Festival in Leicester happened at the end of October. I think I I, I shook so many hands and, and had so many selfies and pictures and things like that, that I, I picked up every uh, German disease under the sun. That's not to say all our members are, are germy and diseasy, VJ, but it's just, uh, it's just how it goes in these big events where you're meeting people. But I enjoyed so much of it, the the presentations, the speakers, I properly, you know, had to properly make sure I sat and watched a few of the, the presentations. What happens so often, I find, when you're organising these events is that you get so caught up in the organisation and the running of things that you don't take in some of the content. So I had to sit down a few times. If you saw me sitting on a chair having a watch, uh, it's because I was really interested in loads and loads and loads of the items that, that came up, and uh, and and ultimately, you know, the feedback we've had from the from the whole festival event has been really good so far, and that's a testament to our festival director, uh, Jason Rosam and his team. Uh, BJ, are you? Uh, like, what you yeah, what's your reflections on on the festival? It was it was a busy day, which was absolutely fantastic. Lots of people from lots of different stations. Um, the sector turned up and showed up which was great. Um, like I said, I think you said it right. It was nice to actually sit down and listen to some of the panel talks and and kind of digest that in because I think it's so important for not only us as the council, but we'll be busy running around, making sure everything happens, but actually absorbing what's actually happening in the sector. So yeah, fantastic. I loved the whole, obviously Leicester element because it's my hometown. Yeah. It was really good. A lot of people said they really loved um, coming. They liked the location. They thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah, I think it was good. I quite liked BJ. I've been I've been sharing the the anecdote with people about how I, I got in your car after we'd been setting up on the Friday night ahead of the Saturday um, to to take us to a restaurant where we were having a meal with some some other council members and things. And you parked the car down the back of this slightly dodgy looking back street where all these cars were parked on like double yellow lines and things. And yeah. you're like, that's where everyone parks, it's fine. And then I get out of the car and it's really dark and ill lit. And I'm thinking, oh, uh, this is right, right, right interesting. And then this guy approaches from behind and like on his scooter. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And then you're like, hey, all right, mate. And he's like, ah, Beach, how's it <laughs> on, going? Mate. It's one of your volunteers. 
<laughs> and then you proceed to seem to introduce me to about a dozen people on our walk to the restaurant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, I mean it, for, for me, it's a reminder that there's there's people like you that are genuinely working within the community with, with you know, all sorts of people from like volunteers to, you know, people making music to, to guys running venues. So it was, it was really interesting to, to get that brief introduction to your Leicester life, VJ. Thank you, Terry. It is a busy life here in Leicester with the work we do. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's just when you start working within the community, I'm sure this happens to lots of other people in other stations. They know the hotspots of the city. And when they do go to these hotspots, people know them. You know, people are going to greet them. You're going to you're going to know people, you know. But, yeah, that, that's another thing. Let's leave that for another day now. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But, um, no, no, absolutely. Thank you for that, Terry. Yeah, it's Leicester's home. And I really enjoyed the whole festival, the whole ethos around what we were doing. It was nice to meet members or new members, Terry. That was a, that was a great thing as well. So thank you if any new members are listening, any new people that are engaged with CMA. I think that is really important. Any questions, hit up yourself, myself or Terry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, good news is if you, if, you, if you did miss Leicester and you're like, oh, I wish I wish i was there so much of it is available on social media and the youtube channel is fast becoming populated with content from the day so if you search for i think it's community media uk on youtube um or search for the community media association i'm sure will come up you will be able to relive highlights such as the funding and finance panel discussion the future of local radio discussion that featured chris Byrne from local bbc and also david lloyd offering his opinions about how community radio should be regulated and loads more besides so um loads of it is up on on youtube now Um, i love that terry because the whole session is actually on youtube you know um so if people think they missed out um or the people that went that couldn't fully digest it don't worry we've got it on our youtube channel yeah go subscribe to the youtube channel so you get updates of all the new videos absolutely absolutely one thing that came out of leicester was our big radio player announcement, which, um, to sum up, revolves around our New Look membership offer for 2024. More uh, information will be shared about that uh, very soon. But the CMA is going to introduce a membership offer for Ofcom licensed, and that's analog or CDSP, community radio stations. And that will incorporate access to the radio player platform um exactly Uh, radio player there's like lots about this on on our social media and um and youtube but it's a non-profit organization it's backed by broadcasters and they are all about keeping radio popular simple and ultimately making sure radio stations can be heard with the rise of ip or internet based ways of listening so computers smartphones tablets and increasingly cars and that's what their presentation really focused on wasn't it all the the listening via cars new cars are increasingly using it's amazing internet stuff. having the actual app yeah. of radio player in cars yeah um you know they don't even need to tune in now it's there in the car already yeah and and that is so amazing to have access to different community radio stations and if you're a member of CMA, it's simple from next year or whenever we, whenever the actual date is announced, Terry. Uh-huh. Am I right? In yeah, that? yeah. 20, uh, 2024 is when we'll start the, the whole transition yeah. of getting stations uh, up on Radio Play who aren't already and those sorts of things. 
So one of the things I would say to everyone is go and have a look at Radio Player's website, go and download it on your phones, your apps, see how it starts to work. How do you feel it will integrate into your community or your station and and see how if you've got any questions, you know, is start asking away, you know, because it's going to be amazing. I love Radio Player um, yeah. for many, many years. Yeah, so it's really good. And it, it does, you know, it's how I listen to radio when I'm uh, using my well, phone. So when I'm walking the dog in the morning, listen to radio, it's via radio player more often than not. I'll tell you another thing, and, and this fits in with some something topical with EJ, and we try and be topical okay. from time to time. Uh, the media bill, which is currently uh, in Parliament, going through Parliament, uh, is talking specifically in terms of smart speakers and internet-based radio provision and aggregators, which is another term that you would use to describe organizations okay. like Radio Player or, or, or yep. even TuneIn. TuneIn. Yeah. But there are going to be new rules around these aggregators. And Radio Player are definitely, you know, they're, they're quite excited about the media bill. They think this is, you know, it's playing into to what, what they do best. So the fact that they're happy with how the media bill looks. It's going to pass, and and we've got Radio Player. We're partnered up with them. We've got them on side. So I'm kind of excited about how this is uh, all coming together nicely. So it's a real benefit, I think, to our our members, yeah. and hopefully uh, some people that were teetering on the edge of becoming CMA members. They might be uh, interested to find out more, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. Just want to say, Terry, you know what? Hats off to you because you really kind of. It's been one of your visions as chair, you know, to do this. And, and it's been fantastic, you know, to have you there to kind of visioning these ideas and saying, look, we want to get involved more with radio players, starting them conversations. And and I think it's going to benefit the whole community radio sector hugely. England. I'm sure listenership will be affected in cars, in different smart, smart speakers, shall we say. The whole internet of things is going to be huge. For this kind of radio player because if we can get so many community radios on this platform yeah. it will give a boost to radio player when they go to these different speakers or manufacturers look we've got so many providers on our on our system yeah and that way um the manufacturers of all these smart speakers or internet of things i like to call it um it'll just make it fascinating so thank you terry for you know being part of that leading that all the, this whole talk no no you're 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 very welcome. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> I talk to uh, I talk to members, and I, I talk to you know people in CMA council, and it's you know, often thinking about what are the priorities for you know community radio. What should the CMA really be looking at? And obviously, we're listening to what members' feedback is, and and you know the real issues that they're facing. Well, and sometimes, I'm I'm looking a bit further into the future as well. Like, what are going to be the issues? And, that, and that's kind of where this radio player thing came about and yeah. and you're right it works for, for it works for us and it works for them so um there's yeah. there's hopefully going to be a long and and fruitful uh happy partnership there um, and for existing radio player members yeah. if you're already on radio player because we know a lot of stations are on radio player yeah. don't worry from next year they'll be incorporated with our CMA so we're going to be doing partnerships so you won't be paying that extra bit is that right Terry yep so have I explained it right yeah so so the CMA membership offer uh, as I say we're going to make mm -hmm. an announcement probably in the next month or so about how that's changing in 2024 the price yeah. is going to go up a bit because it hasn't in years um, but you're not getting nothing for that extra money that you're, you're going to be spending in your CMA membership 
Um, it will include a number of perks and the radio player thing is a, is a big one. And ultimately, it will still be cheaper next year um, to be a CMA member with radio player uh, as part of our membership offer than it would be if you were doing the two things individually this year, if you know what I mean. So you're saving money if you're a CMA member and you're on radio player. And that's good, right? That's good. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great news. And I think that's that's what we're trying to push forward for. Yeah. Yeah, when the prices come out, everyone's going to see you're not losing out; you're actually gaining. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, on yeah. on the subject, you know, we mentioned uh, legislation and going through Parliament. Well, uh, DCMS have launched their open consultation on analog community radio licensing. This consultation primarily focuses on whether the government should make provision to allow analog community radio licenses to be extended for a further period. Uh, and whether the existing provisions relating to advertising revenue remain appropriate to community radio. And uh, ultimately, we're in talks. I'll I'll be completely upfront and honest here. Uh, We are in talks with um, our community radio colleagues at the UK Community Radio Network to see if we can do some sort of uh, joint survey or data gathering exercise um, so we're not asking the same questions as them because I think most people listening uh, will be aware that uh, the UK Community Radio Network, with uh, if we've got Dean and Martin and Nathan, uh, they will they'll be writing uh, their report and doing their surveys. And you know I think we, everyone agrees that we don't need to be asking the same questions of people twice. Terry, it's, it's important we do work together on things like this mm. because it's important. It's policy for the sector. Yeah. It's the media bill that DCMS has put out. And I think working in together to kind of put this data, get collect the data and give it back to um, the media bill or DCMS, they can, they'll be able to see as well that we're working together. So it, they say unity and strength. Absolutely. Um, and on the subject of UKCRN, uh, their conference in Newcastle happened a week after our festival in Leicester. Uh, and that yep. was also coinciding with the the community radio awards happening in the evening in Newcastle. Uh, massive well done to all the stations recognised this year, and a special well done to Sheppy FM uh, ninety two point two, who won Station of the Year Sheppy in Kent. Yep. Yeah, uh, sadly, uh, you know, I missed the ceremony and um, this year, mm-hmm. and uh, that was uh, whilst I was doing the Clophill Lower School Fireworks Display PA system. Big up to Clophill. Whoop whoop. <laughs> where well, I live, uh, yeah. but I'm, I'm told it was another excellent, you know, celebration of UK community radio and and massive uh, well done and thank you to the organisers um, of the community radio awards uh, for for you know putting community radio uh, in the spotlight, bringing some winners and, and bringing some joy to Absolutely. those stations. Uh, yeah, later this month, VJ. Oh, this is almost like what's yeah. Terry doing later this month? I'm head- radio. Tech. That's it, right? radio techcon. <laughs> I, I really love this um this this conference bj it's basically lots of lots of radio nerds lots of um people from you know all sorts of radio backgrounds but includes bbc bauer global uh attending this event and often the techie people um but there are some decision makers from stations as well and it's really educational i've got a couple of students going to the event this year as well which wow yeah, the, the, the talk I would have so loved to attend. I've 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 got a, a trustees board meeting mm. with a charity child. So yeah, I've I've and it's actually the AGM on that day, uh. so I can't. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely coming next year. Um, I need to get the date 
that definitely in the calendar. But this year, it looks so amazing. Yeah, there's lots of technology there, lots of people interested in radio, audio technology, engineering, program makers and managers. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really it's really good, and it's in the middle of London. It's mm. fun. Um, David Lloyd is hosting it as well, and he's actually good, good okay. value on the stage. Uh, Definitely. So I'd, I'd, I'd suggest if there's a small chance you can go, you should. You can get a £25 discount on a ticket um, with a discount code that the CMA has. If you're interested in that, email office at communitymedia.uk and we can pass the discount code on to CMA members. Finally, VJ, um, I want to just highlight again, I did this last month, that I am having conversations with DCMS and it's about an event we're looking to to put on in February and it's to do with you know highlighting the value of community radio and I'm I'm looking specifically at educational projects working with schools and colleges specifically um so if anyone listening is you know working with a school or a college and might be interested in having a chat with me then send me an email it's terry at communitymedia.uk I'd be delighted to hear from you. I know. I know. Last month we talked about the your school's projects, VJ. So I'll be yeah. I'll be hitting you up for more info. Uh, near Absolutely. The time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you need is with there. Brilliant, VJ. Before we go any further, it's time we heard from SFM in Sittingbourne, back to Kent. Uh, this month's CMA member of the month. Hello, I'm Pete Flynn, station manager and director at Sittingbourne Community Radio 106.9 SFM. We broadcast a general community radio service for Sittingbourne and target specifically those aged 35 to 65 in the local area. Recently, we won the very first King's Award for Voluntary Service. King Charles III announced on his 75th birthday on Tuesday the 14th of November that Team SFM here at Sittingbourne Community Radio had won the very first King's Award for Voluntary Service. We're absolutely amazed with this news, which recognises all the hard work and commitment that the volunteers have made over the last 11 and a half years of our full-time local radio service. One of the biggest challenges for us in the coming year is pretty much the challenge that every community radio station faces the cost of living crisis and the fact that when times get tight as they are at the moment people put a stop on things such as marketing and charitable donations we've certainly got our work cut out for the next 12 months with regards to revenue streams on a brighter note this time next year we hope to be starting our ssdab multiplex in the city morn area an application was lodged with ofcom earlier this year and we're hoping to receive information certainly within the first quarter of 2024 if you'd like to contact us you can find all the details on our website sfmradio.com that's sfmradio.com we'd love to hear from you and we fully support the work that the community media association does for full-time ofcom licensed community radio stations and we ask the cma to keep up their good work so sitting Vaughan is really very close to Sheppey and both have acclaimed community radio stations this month. Um, BJ, do you head down to Kent very often? 
Um, I've not been there for some time, but Sitting Board Community Radio um, receives the King's Award for Voluntary Service. Mm. I think that's absolutely fantastic. So this basically means it's uh, equivalent to an MBE as an individual. Amazing. So I think the whole thing is so fantastic. Congratulations. A big pat on the back to Sitting Board Community Radio, 106.9. They're the great in Kent, the voluntary services that they've been awarded for. And it just shows how important community radio is within the community. And it's recognised. Agreed. You know, that's, that, that is really good. The King's Award is recognised that community radio is doing the work and is part of this. So hats off to everyone at Sittingbourne Community Radio. Yeah. And thanks, big thanks to Pete for sending that audio through. If you're listening and you're interested in being our member of the month, you can email office at communitymedia.uk or indeed terry at communitymedia.uk and we'd love to give you a one minute platform in a future episode i mean the cma has over 200 members and rising so this item should hopefully run and run for a few months yet um bj there's loads more community media news to share so let's hear from our fellow cma council member susie stevens community radio awards 2023 A celebration of community radio took place in Newcastle with the 2023 Community Radio Awards. A massive congratulations to all our members nominated and a super round of applause to Sheppy FM 92.2 who won Station of the Year. Martin Steers, the awards chair, said we've been running the awards now for eight years and as ever the standard is immense and our judges have a really tricky job. It was great to hold the event further north than ever before and really appreciate that so many made the journey. Expressions of interest to host the 2024 Community Radio Awards next October alongside the UK CRN Conference will open later this month and entries for the awards open again next spring. Radio TechCon is taking place this month. Radio TechCon is aimed at broadcast engineers, technologists and anyone with an interest in radio, audio, technology and engineering, including programme makers and managers. It takes a deep dive into the technical challenges and opportunities facing the radio and audio industry, as well as celebrating technical achievements and remaining as accessible as possible to all. It takes place on Monday 27th of November at IET London, Savoy Place. CMA members can get a discount, £150 plus VAT, down from 175 If you wish to attend, email office at communitymedia.uk to obtain the discount code. Sittingbourne Community Radio receives the King's Award for Voluntary Service. A huge congratulations is in order as Sittingbourne Community Radio 106.9 SFM, a group of volunteers based in Sittingbourne, Kent, have just been awarded the King's Award for Voluntary Service. This is the highest award a local voluntary group can receive in the UK and is equivalent to an MBE. The King's Award for Voluntary Service aims to recognise outstanding work by local volunteer groups to benefit their communities. It was created in 2002 to celebrate Queen Elizabeth II's Golden Jubilee and following his accession, His Majesty the King emphasised his desire to continue the award. 
Sittingbourne Community Radio 106.9 SFM is one of 262 local charities, social enterprises and voluntary groups to receive the prestigious award this year. Their work, along with others from across the UK, reminds us of all the ways fantastic volunteers are contributing to their local communities and working to make life better for those around them. Entry is open for Sandford St Martin 2024 Awards. The Sandford St Martin Awards are the UK's most prestigious broadcast awards for audio and video content, exploring religious, spiritual or ethical themes. They are the only awards that welcome entries about any and all faiths, or none, specifically seeking out the best broadcast content that supports religious literacy across communities and promotes a better understanding of how people identify or define their place in the world. They are now welcoming submissions from news, current affairs, factual, the arts, music, drama and comedy, as well as from teams producing specifically religious commissions. The awards are free to enter and content should be submitted using the Sandford St Martin online awards platform. The deadline for entries is 31st of January 2024. K107 FM are donating airtime to Chaz Charity. K107FM are donating airtime to Children's Hospice Across Scotland, or CHAS, this year. The children's charity, which supports children with life-shortening conditions and their families with hospice and palliative care, has created a new campaign alongside award-winning creative agency Leith. In a statement, K107FM said, We want all our on-air activity to be successful but we're really hoping this one demonstrates the power of radio and can help Chaz provide more precious memories. Our local community has a strong affinity towards Chaz, as evidenced with long-term connections from the likes of local ice hockey team Fife Flyers and a partnership of over 25 years of awareness and fundraising. Poppyland Community Radio Unveil the Pod Poppyland Community Radio, an online community radio station catering to North Norfolk, has unveiled its latest facility, The Pod, situated on the converted top floor of Northrep's Village Hall. The newly revealed studio comprises of two dedicated recording spaces, a green room, cafe and editing suite. North Norfolk MP Duncan Baker inaugurated the studio alongside Pat West of Cromer Town Council. A key contributor to the broadcast equipment funding and Lee Sadler from MKM Building Supplies in North Walsham, who generously donated the materials for the conversion. During the unveiling, Adam Wood, Poppyland's technical director, disclosed plans for an upcoming Poppyland radio app aiming to expand the station's reach. Managing Director Will Wilson also announced the station's intention to commence DAB radio broadcasting in 2024, emphasising the potential to connect with more listeners and address issues of loneliness prevalent in rural and coastal communities. North Norfolk MP Duncan Baker commended the station for its community-centric approach, expressing admiration for the thriving and successful radio platform. Beyond Radio land on Lancaster Monopoly. Beyond Radio has earned a spot on the new Lancaster edition of Monopoly, featured prominently on one of the chance squares. 
Released on October the 24th, the game showcases Beyond Radio alongside local landmarks such as Lancaster Castle, the Ashton Memorial and the Grand Theatre. The radio station was invited to be part of this iconic board game, contributing to the representation of Lancaster's history and community. Duncan Moore, the managing director of Beyond Radio, expressed his delight at the station's inclusion, emphasising the honour of being featured among the city's most iconic locations and institutions. Moore hopes that players both on and off the board will take a chance on Beyond Radio and enjoy its presence in the game. Commemorating the life of David McGeeley Colleagues at Oldham Community Radio are commemorating the life of David McGeeley, affectionately known as Dave, who played a pivotal role in shaping the station and impacting numerous lives throughout his vibrant broadcasting career. Dave, who succumbed to Alzheimer's at the age of 74 on October the 23rd, had been gradually withdrawing from his service to the station over the past eight months. Despite his recent absence, colleagues attest to the indelible mark he left on both them and the broader community radio landscape. Director Ian Wollstoneholm paid a heartfelt tribute to his close friend of more than 45 years, shedding light on Dave's life as a dedicated and distinguished community-driven broadcaster. Dave's extensive contributions to community radio spanned decades, from being the president and chairman at Radio Cavill, the inaugural Royal Oldham Hospital radio service in the 1970s, to establishing a local community radio station in the 1990s, culminating in the creation of Oldham Community Radio 99.7 FM in 2007. Known for his foresight, Dave recognised the need for a community station to engage listeners particularly those confined to hospital beds in Oldham. Beverly FM pays tribute to its founder and MD, David Fuster. David Fuster, the founder and managing director of Beverly FM and the inaugural host of Vikings' initial show, passed away at the age of 69. Beverly FM, the radio station he established, paid tribute to Fuster acknowledging his contributions as both a broadcaster and a businessman. Born in Hull, Fuster relocated to Beverly during his childhood and began his career as the breakfast show presenter at the launch of Viking Radio in 1984. His radio journey also included stints at KCFM and West Hull Community Radio before realising his dream of creating Beverly FM, which launched in 2015. Ujima Radio left devastated after loss of beloved presenter Raz Asher. Our thoughts are with Ujima Radio and the local community after suddenly losing their beloved presenter Raz Asher. Ujima Radio said Asher gave many years of service to the station. This sudden loss has left us devastated and in deep shock. Raz Asher was a true humble lion with a versatile music portfolio from roots reggae to jazz and rare grooves. He was a soldier, activist and avid photographer. Skyline Gold ousted from home. Skyline Gold have shared the disappointment of being ousted from the old schoolhouse in St John's Road, Hedge End, where they had been recording for 16 years. The station had been operating there for free under an agreement with the previous owner and Hedge End Town Council. 
However, in May, the council informed them that they would need to pay £3,600 annually, prompting the non-profit organisation to seek alternative premises. Kevin Short, a seven-year veteran of the station and its recent owner, feels they have been treated unfairly, with the council labelling them as essentially squatters in a building they've occupied since 2007. In response, Hedgeend Town Council claims to have been negotiating with Skyline since May and expresses willingness to work on a solution for their continued occupation of the building. Radio Warrington secures DAB licence. Radio Warrington has achieved a significant milestone by securing a DAB Community Digital Sound Programme licence from Ofcom, allowing the community radio station to expand its reach to cars and traditional radio platforms. Previously based in Warrington Market, the station had been exclusively offering its community radio service to Warrington Online since 2007. According to Steve Lewis, the station manager, DAB Plus has opened doors for smaller radio stations like Radio Warrington to join the airwaves. Since its inception in 2007, the station has actively covered various local events, including walking days, rugby games, DAD and numerous festivals and fun days in Warrington. Operating 24 hours a day, Radio Warrington delivers a diverse range of content, including music, local news, arts, history, culture and sports. Notably, the station is recognised for providing live commentary at each Warrington Wolves home match and some away games, catering to local rugby enthusiasts. While now accessible on DAB, Radio Warrington remains available through its website, phone app, smart speaker or on its original 1332 AM frequency. There are loads of stories there, all taken from our monthly CMA newsletter. Members are sent that for free, so check your inboxes and maybe a junk mail if you don't spot it. Loads of good stuff there, VJ, including a story I'm very interested in from Norfolk. Um, it's to do with Poppyland Radio in North Norfolk, Poppyland it- Community Radio. Just to quickly fill you in, VJ, North Reps, where they're based, my wife used to live there before i before i met her wow yeah but but what's more interesting is that will wilson whose name was mentioned in the story um was someone i worked with at future radio he was um he managed the youth projects that the the future radio bigger charity future projects had that was brilliant so so when i heard first heard he was setting up a community radio station obviously i was giving him lots of support and a bit of guidance and things like that but what was amazing was when he told me the chap he was working with, the technical director, a guy called Adam Wood. And I was like, that name rings a bell. Brilliantly and completely randomly, Adam is someone that I went to primary school with in oh, South wow. East London. Okay. And completely lost touch with. And, and he moved to Norfolk. Yeah. And he happens to live in North Norfolk and works on this community radio station with my former colleague, Will. So... Adam and Will doing brilliant job up in North Norfolk, and you know they're going to be on on DAB very soon. Um, I think they're going to join the Norwich uh, SSDAB mucks, yes. and and they're hoping that there'll be future opportunities for them to to get SSDAB in their area soon as well. So and they've got something called they've just unveiled the pod, right? Yeah, that's what the story was about. So basically, yeah. a new base for them, which is brilliant. Because I know they've struggled to find mm-hmm. a permanent home recently. So yeah, excellent stuff. And so good luck to them. Um, yeah, good luck. 
Yeah, but there was also, sadly, in, in amongst Susie's roundup, a number of obituaries there. Uh, this, the CMA sends its heartfelt best wishes to the friends and family of David McGeely from Oldham, David Fuster from Beverly FM, and Raz Asher from Ujima in Bristol. I mean, sad when, when you lose big members of the, the team in the community radio really station. Really is. Before we go, let's hear from CMA Finance Officer Kathy Brooks. It's time to... Meet the CMA. Hello, I'm Cathy Brooks and I'm the finance worker at the CMA. I started out in community radio at Radio Regen, a community radio charity that me and my colleague Phil Corbell set up in Manchester. You might know Phil, he now works in climate campaigning. I've always worked on the finance side, not in a speaking on the radio role. Though I have been on the radio quite a lot, I was in a band that recorded five John Peel sessions, obviously many years ago, but I still remember the great excitement the first time we were name-checked by Mr Peel. I think he'd have to be my radio hero. He had such a huge impact supporting new, innovative, independent bands back in the 1980s, bands which have been so influential in the decades since. Outside of finance work, I enjoy walking in the countryside and pulling up Himalayan balsam while I'm at it. A trivial sports-related fact, I once got a miniature cricket bat signed by most of the England team, including Johnny Bairstow and Ben Stokes, and it was then confiscated at Heathrow Airport for being an offensive weapon. BJ, did you know that Kathy was in a band? Oh, no, I didn't know this. This is news coming out. Everything's coming out here. Kathy in a band. What type of band? Tell me more, Terry. Well, I think ultimately a very cool band. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she sits on it uh, she sits on that information tightly but BJ Kathy was super cool like indie punk rocker basically um, and wow. I remember finding out about this uh, when I first met Kathy around I don't know 10 years ago or so and uh, I was blabbergasted and then I forgot about it and she brings it up again there so uh, uh, good work but Kathy's also very good at dealing with finance things. And uh, speaking yes. of which, the CMA has some finance reports to uh, approve, <laughs> which is something we'll be talking about later on after this podcast recording finishes. We might have to get um, Kathy to do a quick performance in the a finance meeting to make it a bit more brighter <laughs> and energetic. What do you think, Terry? We can, we can ask. We can we ask. We can ask the question. Yeah, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's about all we've got time for in this episode of the Community Media Podcast. Thanks for your time today, VJ. Thank you to everyone else um, as well, and yourself, Terry. You're, you're very welcome. We would always welcome further thoughts and feedback from our members on what they would like to hear from this the cma's podcast email office at communitymedia.uk uh, please subscribe if you haven't already for the latest news about uk community radio and the cma uh, this podcast was presented by terry lee bj umrao and susie stevens and it was produced by terry lee at the university of bedfordshire <laughs>